This episode is of our own opinion and could be uncomfortable to some. Listener discretion is advised. What's going on, guys? Welcome to the Dirty Dirty Show, where we talk about things you shouldn't say around your mom. I'm your host, Chris, and with me, as always, is Abby, Daniel, and Garrett. Today, we're going to be talking about the theory of evolution and also touching on the origins of life. Mm-hmm. So, yes. before we get started into it, I got a piece of fan mail, and it is sitting in front of me, and it's freaking me out. What? Fan mail. Fan mail. So... Is that what that is? Yeah. What? Who yeah. the fuck? So somebody's at a lever. I'm so happy. So <laughs> I want to shout out Jess from work because she's an asshole. <laughs> she ordered a box for me and said, "Hey, you can't throw this away. You can't give it away. You can't send it back." I said, "Okay, but I'm not going to tell you what it is." So all right. So when the box came in. She was like, it's at your house. I'm coming to your house. I'm watching you open this thing. And I was like, okay. So start opening the open up the box. And I'm just staring at her like, I don't even know what the fuck it is. Motherfucker. Open it up. Pull the bubble wrap out. And this lemur is laying on its back staring at me. I look at it. I look at her. I look back down at it. Look back at her and go. Nope. And fold the box up and hand it back to her. (laughs) Here's to you, Jess, from work. Thanks for being an asshole. We love you. You're awesome. So now the lemur has to sit on my microphone. This doesn't have to. Uh, I have been told it has to sit on my microphone. I hope that it gets you over your fear. No, it's not. It won't. It won't. It'll only make it worse. I like how every time you look at it, you look a little scared. Now he has to stare into its lifeless eyes. I know. I hate it so much. Imagine if it stood up. Oh, I'd be out this fucking room. <laughs> Imagine if it stood up and also gained about seven and a half feet worth of height. And turned blue. You know what? Dabbing well, you're out of town next weekend. Bet. I can't mm. wait to dip this thing blue and put it back on your microphone. Bet. I will yeet this thing out the window. Oh, no, you won't. Because you promised Jesse you wouldn't. Uh, I didn't. I'm not throwing it away. I'm just eating it out the window. Well, she said you can't throw it away, or give it away, or send it back. Or but she didn't get say. Rid of it. She didn't say you couldn't sell it. She also said she also didn't say you couldn't light it on fire. It's true. Ooh. So I got some options now. <laughs> Cut it up with scissors. But <laughs> just remember, it that has might help to you sit get on over. your microphone. The pieces can. <laughs> I'm just gonna decapitate the head off of it and just have the body sitting there. Or just cut the eyes out. Yeah, fuck no, that makes it worse. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Put bigger eyes on it. Uh, no, let's not. I already don't like how it's, like, just staring off into the corner. I'm going to put googly eyes on it. Uh, just <laughs> fucking huge yeah. eyes. Oh, You're yeah. going to come back in here. When do you get back? Monday or whatever? I'll get back on Sunday. Oh. And it's just going to be sitting here blue with eyes this fucking big. No. <laughs> You're going to walk in the podcast room and shriek. It's going to crack all the windows in here. What house. do you mean? I'm coming in here at random times of the day while he's still at work, and I'm going to put it in a different spot every day. I will decapitate this thing. You're going to find it on your bed first, and then next, Mm-mm. you're going to find it in the shower. Don't tell him all your secrets. And I'm going to lay a knife next to it, too. 
Put it uh, in the toilet. He'll lift the toilet seat. It is. No, ah! You got to put a, a flashlight beside it. I mean, it is a little flexible. Like, you can move it some. I really don't like touching it either. I'll be completely honest. I don't want. It's anything. so soft. Yeah, fuck this thing. <laughs> I hate it. It's. I want to pet it. You know what's weird? It's like probably kids it. around America probably ordered the same one to cuddle with at <clears throat> nighttime while they're sleeping. And you're over here a grown ass man terrified of it. You're like, <laughs> fuck this thing. It's the goddamn spawn of Satan. It is. It's the fucking devil. I. <laughs> Jeez. All right. All right, man. Well, thanks, Jess, from work, for being a complete asshole. Oh, speaking of who just Snapchatted me, Jess from work. Hey, can you mute your phone? No. I thought always, I did. Always on my ass about mm. muting my phone. Yeah, I'm always on your ass. God, mom yeah. and dad are fighting. I'm ready again. to be in your ass. <laughs> I want Jake break that booty hole. I fucking hate it here. Well, let's get into it now. All right. I'm pretty sure y'all are about to get into each other. So. It's too late. <laughs> Gary. Mm-hmm. Darwinism. Yep. So I have a pretty modern version that I put together for how it applies today. So, of course, with Darwinism, you get natural selection, which comes with gradual evolutionism. So it kind of allows for the body and for just the mentality and everything of a living thing to grow and kind of gain more useful tools. Um, whether it's like I said, mentally, physically, doesn't matter. That's how ducks got webbed feet. That's how people have opposable thumbs. That's That's how black guys have giant dicks. Evolution. Growth over time. Two complete different (laughs) Okay. Um, I hate being in between both of those comments. <laughs> <laughs> so um, the theory also states that all of those things are necessary for conditional adaptation. So it all depends on what conditions you live under, what conditions you exist under and exist in. So like somebody who lives in South America obviously might have different evolutional skills or evolutional qualities than someone who lives here. Well, that's also along the lines of like, why, like if you look at Asian people's like eyes comparative to ours, you know, they're they're a little bit, they're different. And same thing applies to across the the board to other uh, humans. Yeah. Why are you so quiet, Abby? I'm listening. Go ahead. (laughs) So with that, uh, with natural selection, I also put a subcategory of uh, survival of the fittest because they are different. So natural selection is the natural downfall of some species um, just because they can't really evolve with the times. Whereas survival of the fittest is within those species, you have the ones that make it and the ones that don't. Those that adapt and overcome. Yes. Which... I don't understand why sloths are still around. Are they prey to anything? No. Mm. Yeah, I thought they are. <clears throat> I don't Besides, know. like, ticks? <laughs> ticks and fecal matter? I, I don't think sloths have any natural predators. Well, keep going and we'll, go, we'll get Besides back to that. Besides deforestation. I'll, I'll look it up. Yeah, and then, so the only thing I have with the survival of the fittest is that, obviously, with that being said, you need to... Um, in order to be the fittest, you have to increase the population of the better, so like 
quote-unquote better of the species and then reduce the numbers of the lesser. So through survival of the fittest, it's happening within even human life. The rich are constantly diminishing the poor. And eventually, obviously, the goal is to not have any lower class and either bring them up or get rid of them completely. Even though when they're all gone and it's all rich people, you're still going to have people that are richer than you and they're still going to be poor. Yeah. yeah so it's, then they become the lower God, class. humans are fucking stupid. So leading right <laughs> into that is the another ca- category that I have called social separation. Well, before you get into that real quick, I looked it up. Sloths do have predators, uh, jaguars, ocelots, and birds like the harpy eagle. So they do have predators. Can you imagine a bird picking up a whole? Have you ever seen a harpy eagle? No, they're scary as fuck. Like it is like there's aren't around here. No, no, because they (laughs) live where sloths are are not around here. Uh, Well, you know, I've seen some people who move real slow. Dude, harpy (laughs) eagle. I'm right here. Tell me that doesn't look like a humanoid. What the fuck? Why is he looking over his shoulder like that? He's He's like like posing. My ex girlfriends. <laughs> That's a book cover. He wrote a book. It's like all of my ex-girlfriends. <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> every time you look at the picture now, you're like, oh shit. That's I see. Dude, getting a little sidetracked, but could you imagine a lemur person versus a harpy eagle? Could you imagine if the two of them How big are they? <gasps> no, I can't because eagles. I've never seen a lemur person. I have. <laughs> uh they grow up to 3.2 feet and they Tall? weigh 11 pounds. What is their wingspan? Uh, oh, yeah. Wingspan is two feet, ten inches to three feet, six inches. Dude, what? Uh-huh. That's it? The total wingspan is five feet, nine inches to seven feet, four inches. Okay, that's, that's one wing. Oh. Holy oh. shit, dude. <laughs> Motherfucker takes off like... <laughs> Cars start flipping over and shit. Shaquille O'Neal, is that you? <laughs> no, no, it's just a fucking not- eagle. Dude, the scientific name for it is a harpia har- harpija. Okay. Yeah, um, anyways, we're gonna we're gonna completely ignore that that just happened out loud. Um, like I said, I have another category called social separation. This one is the one that I found find most interesting, just because it's visible even to the naked to the to the human eye, the naked eye. Um, you can just look outside, look on the media, look wherever you want and see it. But it's based on income, education, and "Quote unquote street smarts, survival instincts." Um, so, so common sense versus book smarts. Yes. However, um, where the tides kind of turn is that the lower class have a better survival instinct because the rich have everything come to them, whereas the rich have more access to things that provide them longevity. So, where they have better medical care, better just assets all the way around, lower class people don't have that. However, their survival instincts are better because they're used to having nothing. So, uh, obviously, the way to kind of get to the next level as far as evolution in human life, in my opinion, would be to have find a mix of those, which in some people's eyes is the middle class. But like I just said, the upper class would rather there not be a lower class or middle class. But like Abby just said, if you eliminate both of them... <coughs> There's still people making less than others. Mm-hmm. So the the social separation will always exist. And if, if you really want to get technical in the middle class, there are two subcategories. You have upper middle class and lower middle class. Yeah. So you need to find the happy medium between the two. 
to middle middle class. Yeah, the middle middle class. The middle middle class that have book smarts and common sense. Yeah, but like I said, with that being, I mean, with that as well, you just have to have access to the things that provide longevity as well. And some people in the middle middle class even don't have that access just because the things that provide the long-term benefits are expensive. Very. And the people that are in charge of that are the rich, rich, rich people. Yep. That don't give a fuck if you have to go to school or not. Yep. They don't care what medication costs because they can pay it. It's the the silver spooners. And baby boomers. No, I'm just kidding. It just rhymed. <laughs> the silver boomers. Yeah, the uh, baby the people born with a silver spoon have, regardless of their education level or their common sense or their survival instincts, they have the resources to exist for longer. Exist and excel. Yeah. Whether they choose to or not. I do like how you have turned... Darwinism from the animal world into the the human race, because I think it does put us on a more of a logical level yeah. and you're not looking at it from an animal standpoint. You know, I mean, we we were going with the, you know, the origins of life. And I, I don't mean just like life in general. I mean that as well. But human life, too, because the biggest <clears throat> conundrum of every scientist's life is where did humans come from? Where did life come from? How did all of it start? Which came first, chicken or the egg? Yes. They came at the same time? No, the chick came first, and then they split them into two. Or did the chicken come on the egg? Yes. It happens. But no, what do you have? Uh, burps. Don't. Burpees. So, well, I have, since you've no, already gone oh. on Darwinism, let me pull my notes back up here, since oh. I still have oh. stuff on birds. Oh. So it's not much, and you know we can get on we can get into this topic too. But I'm going to go into how science and atheism are not the same at all. Uh, basically, science proceeds on the basis of the assumption that the universe is, at least to a certain extent, accessible to the human mind, whereas atheism gives us none, since it is uh, since it posits a mindless, unguided origin of the universe's life and, and consciousness. So, no, a lot of big words in that. I barely graduated high school, so. Which puts him at the bottom of the totem pole. <laughs> yep. But I got them screech smarts, son. No, he doesn't. <laughs> yeah, so basically. So just because you believe in science and you don't follow the religious verses doesn't mean that you don't believe in a higher power. Yeah. Like, in, in science, you have to realize that Something created something to make something. It boils happen. down to atheism means you don't believe in anything. Yeah, you just that we're just here. We're just here. That life is meaningless. I'm kind of. I feel like I'm kind of trapped in like a cycle of both, like being agnostic and atheist. Because, like, part of me is like, well, what if it didn't start anywhere and we're just have always been here and we don't we don't fucking know where it started or where it's going to end. Who fucking cares? But then the other part of me is like. Well, something has to be in control of this. But I don't think it's a god, but it could be something. Like, it has to be something. Which would be the science part of things. Which, I don't know what it's called. It's probably not being agnostic, but I think that faith, I mean, fate has, like, a big thing to do with everything. Like, I think there's a reason for everything all the time, but I don't think it's God. 
I mean, it makes sense. It's just kind of like a like a life path. Every decision you made was pre-made for you. Which I didn't think that was a thing until we started house buying and stuff. Because when we bought our first house just now, we bought a house around the corner from the very first one that we wanted to put an offer down on. And then every step along the way, we saw like 10 houses and it never worked out for whatever reason. And it led us right back to that same neighborhood. Right around the corner from that same house. Like, there were so many little things in between. Like, I have notes in my phone where I was writing letters to the universe about how I really wanted this house and I really wanted it. And what do I have to do? Because I think the universe has more power than anything. Which, I mean, makes sense. You know, the universe does have energy. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I definitely see that. I don't, my personal opinion, I don't think we just happened yeah i i'm I'm kind of with you but my theories on it are slightly different than yours and i'll get into that a little bit later on yeah um but i can definitely see where you're like you same thing you know what came first the chicken or the egg something had to happen to either the chicken coming or the egg coming but at the same time it's like humans like human brains and human sciences that are making me think something had to happen like, something didn't have to happen. Who fucking knows? That's just what our brains and our past brains and our ancestor brains are telling us is that something had to happen. So, before we move on to Origins, the one person we haven't heard from, big country over there. Come on. <laughs> I mean, what, what do you want me to say? Where are you at? Uh, I'm kind of a mix in between a religious aspect. I mean, I'm religious. I believe that God created man. He created the skies, the oceans, everything. But... I don't believe he created everything to be how it is right now. I believe he started off with one thing and then is letting things play out. So I'm kind of full-fledged Christianity, believe that God created the universe and everything in it. But I don't believe that he continues to look over it at all times. So you're kind of like a mix between religion and science? Yeah, somewhat. So, like I said, I... Full-fledged Christian faith, everything else. But I don't think that he continually or continuously watches every every living being at the same time. Okay. So you think— I believe he has a path that he wants us to follow, and he just lets us do our own thing. And if he sees us veering off of that path, something happens to lead us back to where it was. That's that's why I like the duality of decisions, because decisions, theoretically, the theory of of parallel universes, I should say. So they say that whenever you're faced with a choice, um, whether it's, you know, you want to go get some coffee, something as simple as a yes or no question. Every time you make a decision, a parallel universe is created where you answer it the other way around. And so I I think that I see a lot of um, similarities between that. And what you just said with, you know, like if God does exist, if the higher being does exist and they created us, they created us with our own free will. So in the event that you guys got together tonight and said, all right, what do we want to do for dinner? And one person said pizza. The other person said, I don't know, Chinese. And we decided on Chinese. What happened what would have happened beyond that point if we would have chose pizza? But it's all a matter of whether or not we have our free will, and we do. So, 
And I think that's the beautiful thing about, you know, what we're discussing is the simple fact that if there weren't still unknowns in the universe, life would be pretty fucking boring. Like, what would be the point? Yeah. yeah. If we knew everything, if we knew life's greatest questions, what would be the point? The unfortunate thing is that in our lifetime and probably in the next millennia, we're not going to know the exact or- origination, the exact origin, rather, uh, the exact source of life. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Of how it all started. I don't think anyone will. Like yeah, I, I think humans are kind of faking it till they make it right now. Yeah, the farther the farther we get away from it, the harder it'll be to know. Mm-hmm. So I'll, I'll be completely honest. I think we'll get closer to it when we have full blown uh, contact with extraterrestrials. When we know that there is a hundred percent, without a doubt, that there is another being in a galaxy. Couldn't be ours. Could be another one. Whatever. Then we kind of are getting a little bit closer to finding the answers. I mean, that's just my opinion on that. I was literally so, yeah. going to say something like that. Like we won't. We're, have we're actually going to get into it whatsoever because I have something along the lines of that when we get into the origins. Oh shit! So, dirty, dirty show origin stories. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, that's basically what I have against. Uh, on science versus atheism um if you don't mind i'm gonna go in and explain the big bang theory and then the story of adam and eve as well and then go into my theory on things all right is that perfectly fine you good with that it's not perfectly fine but it's fine enough well that's too damn bad abby (laughs) i do what i want i mean i guess it's okay (laughs) so i'm gonna butcher this guy's name um would you like me to read it does it have a lot of s's in it no but it (laughs) is it, it is a frenchman it's okay. a Frenchman. So I'm part French. Liar. It's right there. I have a wee wee. <laughs> Where? Bruh. <laughs> right there at the very start. I fucking Georges. Nope. Yeah, uh, that's what I thought. All right. So, Lemaitre. So a Frenchman. I think his name is Georges Lemaitre. 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 Georges L. George Polygamy. Theorized that the universe started as a single point and stretched and expanded to what it is today, and it continues to expand. This theory was solidified by Edwin Hubble, a.k.a. the Hubble Hubble Telescope, telescope. noticed other galaxies were being pushed away from our galaxy, and the ones furthest away were moving faster than the ones closest to ours. Hot, tiny particles mixed with light and energy as they cooled down, they became atoms, which over time turned into stars and galaxies. The first stars created bigger atoms and molecules that led to more stars. At the same time, galaxies were crashing and grouping together as new stars were being born and dying. Things like asteroids, comets, planets, and black holes formed. So instead of it actually being a big bang, it was more of a stretch. So you started out with a tiny particle, and then that particle stretched and stretched and 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 grew and grew and grew. So where people were like, oh, it... It was a collision of black holes and negative pressures and all that. You know, I'm I'm not an astronomer, astronomist, uh, astronomist, astronomical. So he's, he's not a star guy. Yeah, I ain't, I ain't about them galaxies and whatnot. He ain't about that English neither. Astronomy? Yeah, Ast- astronomy. Astronomy. <laughs> astronomy. That's the that's the theory of ass. Astronomy. Astronomy. Anyways. Not a word. 
thicker. Anyways. So, yeah, instead of it being like a big boom and bam, everything came, it mm. was. There's a lot of onomatopoeia going on. It, it actually, like I said, started out as a tiny particle and actually stretched hmm. over time. And like I said, it pushed, it pushed the other galaxies farther away from us as it stretched. So it's not what happens when my tiny particle stretches. You push other things away from you. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's why you're not allowed around uh, elementary schools. <laughs> oh, I'm, no, I'm allowed around elementary Whoa! schools. Whoa! Not when I'm hanging out with you. Look, we call them little red, not little red dot. Oh. Oh, <laughs> So actually, they don't call me anything. Yeah, no, that's it. Okay. All right. <laughs> So here's the story on Adam and Eve. God created Adam from Wait, dust. can you say it like Fresh Prince of Bel-Air? Because that's how you started it. Now this is the story all about Adam. No, you fucked it all up. Just keep going. <laughs> all about how Adam and Eve was made by God. Cool. Yeah. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> Fresh. So God created Adam from dust while Eve was made from a rib of Adam and dust. Adam and Eve were also creators of evil due to Eve being tricked by a serpent, a.k.a. Satan. Forbidden fruit. To eat from the forbidden tree. Yep. Which was evil. Yep. That's why that's why all women are evil. So since You heard it here first. Yep. Abby's evil. Since Eve ate the apple 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 from the tree. See, hold on, time out. I'd like to take a pause. All women are evil, which is why I'm not a puddle jumper. I'm a puddle cleanser. Continue. That's a fucking lie. There's nothing pure about <laughs> Can you. Can you continue? Thank you, Abby. Since Eve ate the apple from the tree, she made Adam also eat the apple as well. Yes, I know. There was a lot of... Blah, 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 blah. She was afraid she was going to get in trouble for it, and it would be better if both of them would get in trouble instead of just her. Yeah, manipulating bitches. God, yep. Man. So I have a lot to say, but I'm going to wait. Not, not only did a woman create evil... She also manipulated man. And then tried to make us take part of the blame. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Just yeah. like a woman. Yeah. Yep, just like a woman. Yeah. <laughs> to yeah. be fair. We're not sexist here. To be fair. <laughs> to be fair. Are you going to fucking join in on that? Anyways. Not, not a word. word. Anyway. <laughs> oh, I hate it here so <laughs> much. So back to the free will thing. He had the opportunity to say no. He had the opportunity to turn it down. But unfortunately, I followed in his footsteps, so I know where he was at with his mentality. He chose yes, because people are appeasing to other people. They like to appease other people a lot of the time. So think about it. You got two people on this entire planet, two people on partial planet, whatever amount of space it is. <clears throat> He's stuck there with her. Might as well make the best of it. Why is he going to say no? It's not like she has anybody else to talk to. <laughs> she will stay silent for years. <laughs> Eternity. Okay, so what I was going to say was, being that I'm not religious at all, I don't know the Bible, I don't know anything about religion, pretty much. Um, this, this serpent, I think it's a little weird that Adam was created with a little willy between his legs that some might say as a serpent, okay? Who is to say that Eve even ate the apple? Who's to say that it wasn't Adam and he blamed it on Eve? 
Who's to say anything <laughs> from Adam and Eve even? Like, what? Why is it always the woman's fault? <laughs> Why is it not? I don't, just don't understand at all. Hey. What? You Twitter if you, if you want, if you want, I can never... put in a request with the guy who wrote the Bible. I don't know what to tell you. Um, which is another thing. The Bible was written how man. long ago? Yeah, by man. When women were how big in society? Mm. And has been misconstrued many a time. Yeah. Been rewritten. It's like the, it's like the telephone Hundreds game. Of times. Thousands so, of times. Which I think right. what I like to think of the Bible is just like a book of <clears throat> lessons. Like it's stories that you're supposed to take things from. Like guidelines. It's all open to interpretation as well. Godlines. So it's which is up for interpretation. Yep, every bit of it. So, but everybody interprets that story as well. Eve is evil because she listened to the serpent, but Adam is not evil because he listened to Eve. So, what makes Eve different than Adam? But um, if if you, I think the see the way I interpret the story is that people in general whether it's man, woman, doesn't matter, are easily... Um, manipulated. Yeah, manipulated or misled or persuaded. kind of persuaded. Yeah, persuaded is a good word. Into doing what another one is doing. And it's also the, um, you know, the, the envy is there as well. So, like, with everything, as far as the lessons that come from it, I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that, like I said, you do have the opportunity to say no. You have options. You have decisions to make. So I don't think it's about the evilness of women. I think it's about the evilness of humans. The other way – both punished. I would say the, the other way you can look at it too is like you said, Abby, it is a thing of stories and it is a thing of lessons that should be learned. So like you can also say that – Yes, it made it seem that Eve was the, the, the bad one in it because she was the one that was manipulated. She was the one that per, you know was persuasive. Well, I know even today, whenever a woman does something wrong, I still hear, that's why Eve ate the apple. Like, even today. Like, I work in a shop full of men, and Never I hear it all day that. long. Well, if you think about it, this is more or less saying that, like, just because one person did something bad, don't let that one person that did something bad make you do something bad. To go down with them. If I yeah. pulled up to your house and said, hey, guys, we're going to go on a murder rampage. When? I would be down. <laughs> okay. I would say no, but I'm a girl. <laughs> <laughs> if I said, we're going to go on a murder rampage and you chose this not to get in the van. This is proving my point. It was Adam the whole time. <laughs> See, look, if you chose not to get in the van and then. It's a van? Wait, you're going to buy a van now? <laughs> yes. I thought you were buying a If you chose car. not to get into the Forerunner, <laughs> then I went and shot up. 400 people or whatever amount of people then you need to bump those numbers up dude like i said you had you had that <laughs> option and you chose no so you showed your character on not joining me and killing people that's it's the same thing about it's kind of like a video game it's the same thing about taking from a tree that you're not supposed to take from it's the same thing about stealing from a grocery store it's the same thing about not paying for sunglasses i'm never paying for sunglasses <laughs> but i have to pay for pads and tampons I don't think you should. Anyways, that's a different, <laughs> that's a different story. We're not going to get into that. Yeah. In, in a nutshell, it's what's right and what's wrong. Yeah. yeah. So my theory on how the origin of life happened, basically, God created and lined everything up to form the Big Bang Theory in evolution. 
The story of Adam and Eve is more of a, more or less a children's story compared to what could have realistically happened. God could have planned out the Big Bang Theory and knew exactly what he wanted to do when it came to evolution. So kind of along the lines of what Gibby said, he kind of made everything together and then was like, all right, I'm out. I, I'm, I'm sitting from the guideline, or the sidelines. But instead of just, you know, making, okay, the heavens and the earths and, and the water and the sky and light, he was like, okay, instead of doing that, I'm going to put this particle right here. And now I'm going to let that particle do its job and let it stretch and let it and let it form. And then, boom, planets, stars, asteroids, black holes, everything happened. It's kind of like he created his own improv show. And now he's just sitting back. It's like a live action movie and he just gets to like watch. Like, why are We're reality TV. Like yeah. why are science and God different things? Yeah. Like you either believe in science or you believe in God. Why can't God be behind science? Yeah. You know, or, you know, science can be behind God. Yeah. Like why are they not like synonymous? Yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's my thing. And, you know, I guess like y'all know, I am a Christian as well. And being a Christian and having free will, I have the abilities to, believe what i believe happened um granted i'll probably get hate mail for it you know we all might get hate mail for it it doesn't make us any less christian that's true so you know if you want to send us hate mail dm us on facebook or at the dirty dirty show at gmail.com he's already got a lemur what more can you do exactly (laughs) you're gonna get so many more lemurs (laughs) a gaggle of lemurs so before you get into anything else I would like to go into my theory. I didn't realize that it had a name until I started doing research. But um, so just on the origination of life, I don't think that one power was behind the creation of everything. Um, With that being said, I do believe in a higher power, but I don't think they're behind the origination of life. But the theory that I believe in is called abiogenesis, um, which just means that life originated from simple organic compounds. Um, there's a couple couple different theories on how the compounds kind of grew and evolved and kind of joined together and created what it is now. Um, the first one, most unbelievable that I found, was lightning. Just lightning, like like electrical lightning. Like like a a. So, lightning when it strikes, right before it strikes, it's a. Just a generation of a bunch of amino acids, sugars, nutrients from the atmosphere that creates an electrical force pulling downwards. When it strikes, it hits organic molecules and supplies the organic molecules with nutrients and everything that is needed for life. So where did that lightning come from? Nature. It's a storm. It's an atmospherical condition. So basically... It's the same thing on why a human body operates the way it does. It's the same thing like if they give you CPR and they hit you with the paddles and it shocks you back to life. Same exact theory, different form. So lightning strikes the nutrients from the atmosphere, which is literally all the nutrients that are in our body except for like blood. But blood is a combination of a bunch of nutrients and just flows through our body the way it does because of the way our body is made up. But basically the organic molecules that were at the bottom, whether it was something as small as microbes or, you know, little just bacteria, lightning strikes, nutrients are supplied through that, then they grow. So kind of 
goes back to the same theory about the single molecule that expanded, expanded, expanded back to, you know, or out to create what is the universe now. Lightning strikes, molecule expands, creates life. The one that I strongly believe, and this is far-fetched and I love it, Spaghetti monsters from outer space? Yes. Oh, my gosh. The possibility that our life, as we know it, our human life, originated from outside of this planet and possibly outside of this galaxy. I see your theory. I see where you're coming from. This is my favorite thing to talk about when it comes to this stuff. So you have Martian meteorites, different rocks, different meteorites that have been on this planet. Since, like, times that we can't trace back. And cosmic impacts. So, same basic principle as the electricity, the lightning. Cosmic impact, you have life forms, microbes, something on that rock that hits the Earth. Cosmic impact creates nutrient gatherings, bunch of sediments and everything that compile together and create molecules with life so basically we're a mixture of aliens we're basically mutt aliens yes so i like that theory what i found was um something that told me that or something that said that microbes exist on space rocks and an impact with a nutrient-rich surface would leave the microbes to thrive and evolve pretty cool concept and like i said my most favorite concept just because it's unrealistic to think that this is the anomaly that this planet is the anomaly there's no way that this is the only planet of everything that ever existed with life watch the microphone be buzzing (laughs) probably (laughs) probably but there's just no way there's not there's so many there's an infinite number of planets galaxies suns stars planets that are just like ours we've found a couple of them and i mean the universe is always expanding yeah so, <laughs> you know, like there, there's no way that we're the anomaly on everything that existed. And there's also no way that we're the smartest or the dumbest in all of life. The, this planet's been here for a long time. Human so life has been here for a long time. Are you saying that we're the middle class and we're going to be taken out? We're the middle middle class. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, God. So, yeah. <laughs> but with that. I found a couple questions that I found interesting about that theory, specifically the space theory. If life didn't begin on Earth, then where did it come from and how did it start there? So so basically you take this argument or this debate that we're having now, we're moving into a totally different planet, and it's the same debate. So we could be Zorp, Zap, Zip, and Zop sitting here talking about <laughs> how how did you know Glob make us. Yes. <laughs> That's so, an Adventure Time reference for Glob. Okay, well, same theory, different place. Because if we're if if we're considered intelligent life forms, and there's more intelligent life forms out there than us, do they have more answers? Do they not have more answers? Are they exactly where we're at? Where they're like, where the fuck did all this shit come from? Right. So, the next question was, if life didn't come from here then what was the reason that it was brought here? Well, or there, was it intentional or unintentional? Well, there are theories that 
we were originally on Mars. Right. And we completely destroyed Mars into what it is now. And so we escaped it and came to the next planet that is like Mars, which would be Earth. The, the one <laughs> the one argument that I have against that, though, is that if we had the technology at that point in time to transport people or life forms, I should say, from that planet to here, how did we devolve into cavemen? Mm. We started over from no technology. What that if, doesn't seem smart at all. What if they were taking people and then something tragic happened where all they had to do was drop people off and they went to go get more and that's all like they didn't have time to drop them off with anything. And then over time, those people that knew everything died. And then the people that were born didn't know shit. What happened or what, what if they brought all the low class from Mars first? Mm. And then they didn't make it. For See, the rest of them. Mm-hmm. But they be, probably brought realistic. the high class yeah. first. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. Then Which if they're the, the high class, then Mars is not going very well. <laughs> I think Abby's on a pretty good track. What happens if, because they got here, fucking dinosaurs were here, right? What happens when they got here, the upper class, re, you know, they repopulated. They started to repopulate, rather. They started to have babies. And then... They got taken out by whatever life existed here currently. Because you said that higher class people have no survival skills at all. They just have education. So they could be like, that's a dinosaur. We're fucked. (laughs) (laughs) This is all based on opinion. U.S. government, please don't shut us down. We're on a good track right now. (laughs) (laughs) I I think we have our own FBI agents now. Probably. Pretty sure there's a black van outside. Um, Shout out to Steve, my FBI buddy. And it's really funny because the other questions that I had was, was it intentional or unintentional for the human life to be brought here or just life in general? And then the next question was, did human life get dropped here? Wow. On purpose, like like by something else. And then um, the other one was, why Earth? Like, why this planet instead of somewhere else? Well, the other thing I thought about was like, it's got better atmospherical conditions, easier to live on. It's, you know, the, between temperatures, the ozone layer, the things Which, to protect the that's life another forms thing. Did they see Mars going downhill, so they planted other humans here as, like, kids or something and just let them grow here? Could have been just test dummies. Exactly. What if they were just guinea pigs and they were just here to be like, well, let's see how well humans can do. And then another planet got to the physical state that Mars is now. Where the life could not exist there. Mm. Which is the path we're going down at the moment. Yeah. I mean, history tends to repeat itself. It does. So if that is if that is what is going to happen, well, I think we are yeeting off to another planet. Well, only if you're the uh, upper upper class. Yep. See, that, that makes like me, part of me, not want to have kids because like, you don't know what the fuck's going to happen in our lifetime. But the other part of me is like, this could all just be a simulation and none of it's real. So like, why not have kids? They're not really real. <laughs> <laughs> Better give myself something to do. Eh, whatever. Like, I don't know why, but like you, I feel like maybe not everybody, maybe just me. feels like life doesn't go on if I'm not around. Not that the world revolves around me, but like things pause until I'm back in. Almost like I'm the main character or whatever. And then, like, once I'm back, stuff resumes. So that's why I'm, like, shook when kids I haven't seen in 10 years are actually grown. I'm like, what do you mean you're not seven? Like, it's just crazy to me. Which, like, how did our brains get to where we are? Like, how? I don't understand. Evolution. Like, at night when you go to sleep, you're really just recharging. 
Well, I mean, wow. this this has stuck with me. It is a scene from Futurama. Jesus. Where they, they're in the rocket ship. And I can't remember who, who's talking to who, but basically they said the ship doesn't move. The world moves around the ship. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, like, that has stuck with me to this day. My mind's blown. Yeah. So. Like, it's a lot to think about, but the more you think about it, the more you think about how, like, is it even real? Is it even worth thinking about, like. It was all a dream. (laughs) I'll tell you what, just doing research for this, like, several times I found myself. So I would start by, like, taking notes. As you see, I only have, like, two pages of notes here. I had, like, two more, but I ripped them out. Because it was just dumb topics. But it was very easy while looking into this stuff to fall really deep into into other stuff. And then, like, have a small panic attack and be like, all right, fucking, what am I doing right now? Like, because... Then you start freaking out and being like, why am I doing this? Why am I here? What is going on around me? Is it even real? Who knows? Am I supposed to be doing this? So it's ironic and also redundant to say what is the purpose of life and like we can talk about the origin of life what is the purpose of life like what is what was the purpose of putting human life forms on this planet what was the purpose of putting life on this planet at all what if there wasn't one what if this is all just a reality show for aliens i used to think that when i was a kid that i was just like a little barbie doll with like hot wheels and stuff and someone was controlling my life and i was like why do you do this to me what if we're what if we're all just one big game of life we got some fucked up aliens. Oh my god, <laughs> what if we're Sims? Oh no. And and wait, we play Sims. So is that a Sim inside of a Sim inside of a Sim? They play Sims on Sim. Sims. <laughs> but just don't be a simp. Simception. Okay. I don't, I still don't understand that word, but that's cool. We'll look it up later. Yeah. Cool. Simception. Yeah. I think I think that was a pretty good, interesting topic and I think all of our theories are very interesting comparative to, you know, just being like, oh, yep, this happened and that happened. I definitely like the fact that, like, some of us have religious backgrounds. Some of us don't have a religious background at all. Some of us are somewhere in the middle. And that plays a big, like, a big role in it, though, because how you're raised, it kind of goes back to nature versus nurture. Like, what. Is implanted in you and what is not and what do you believe and why? And I think that religion's on a downslope. There's much less people with every generation that passes by. Religion was the origin of of human thought process. And as time has gone on, like up to now with the new generation of kids being born, you know, even 10 years ago up to now, it's their thought process is a lot different. And so Things are leaning more away from religion and more towards science with every passing moment. But I think that the element of religion, as far as the origination of life, is always going to be there just because. No one fucking knows. Yeah. Where'd it come from? Well, I mean, if you think about it, the back in the day, the Catholic Church were against all kind of critical thinkers and yep. astrologists and all that. So I think. I think you're absolutely right. I think things are starting to kind of transition from re- religion having a control, per se, to science kind of taking over. I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that people are tired of having – not tired. That's I mean, it's a, it's a poor way to phrase it, but they're tired of having faith without knowledge. And so they would, re- they would rather have 
answers than have faith. They don't want to blindly believe in something just because yeah. they're told they're supposed to. They'd rather believe in fact than, you know, just a story. But choose mm-hmm. to say that fear isn't controlling a lot of people to believe in things because they're scared of what's going to happen. Because even from when you're a little kid, they're told you're told that if you don't follow whatever path, you're going to go to hell, and people get scared by that. So. Yep. Yeah, I mean, it's fear-mongering. Yeah. What could be worse than Earth? Are we being uh, honest right now? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Satan's like, I'll show you, bitch. <laughs> this shit. Like, Hold my ear. Wait, don't say that in my house. I already got a demonic spirit somewhere. <laughs> it stays here. Is it the same one that follows Garrett? I don't know. It scratched me. Hey, when did this start? Another episode. Do we tell them about what we're trying to do? No. Oh, no, we will get into that. We'll get into that a different episode. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll leave that a surprise along with some of the other ones. All but right, so. I will take us on out of here. Um, before we do end, though, I do enjoy that we were able to discuss this topic without ever getting heated and how we are all friends and we all have our own ideas on this and we all see the other person's point of view. I love you guys. So I love everyone except that. I love those guys, too. <laughs> yeah. I don't love anyone. Well, not even myself. Um, before you, you before you take us out, I do just want to say, um, if you. anybody has, you know, similarities in opinions, if they have different opinions, if they have anywhere anything that they want to talk about as far as that stuff goes, if they have any ideas, whatever, feel free to reach out. Again, it's the dirty the dirty dirty show at gmail.com or DM us on Facebook. Um, yeah, I mean, we like to hear about different stuff. We're pretty open people. We like to. Hear different opinions. Different I also want to say that I've heard a lot of people saying that they're swiping up on my Snapchat stories and listening to episodes and not liking or following or anything, and it's pissing me off. So if you're listening and you're not following or liking, you better do it because it's making me mad. All right, Chris, take us out. <laughs> well, on that note, thanks for listening. If you have enjoyed the show, follow us on Spotify. You can also like us on Facebook at the Dirty Dirty Show and email us at dirtydirtyshow at gmail.com. If nobody else has anything to add, say goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, Goodbye, everybody. everybody. All right, we'll catch you later.